Hey everyone, this is Anthony Grant, and I want to introduce you all to this podcast. It's called Superstar PR, and it's all about entertainment insider chats with Nikki, the founder of the PR agency, Nikki Inc. This podcast chats with some serious entertainers and media insiders, always choosing people who are making a difference in the entertainment world and who have cool stories to share. Happy listening. Hi everyone, my name is Nikki Papayuenu. I am the host of Superstar PR season three and I promise to always bring you the best guests. As you know, I own a boutique PR agency in Toronto with clients who are global and I'm a champion of females and I will always bring you some brilliant ladies. Today's guest is someone I think is so cool. Dr. Renee A. Beach is a certified dermatologist practicing in Toronto for the last eight years. She earned her medical degree from McMaster University and completed her dermatology residency at the University of Ottawa. Her practice includes both medical and cosmetic dermatology that reflects Toronto's ethnic diversity and includes treatment of a broad range of skin tones. Adjacent to working as a dermatologist, she helps empower us consumers with the truth about our skin and various skin products and trends. She's got a recent tips in media outlets on CBC, Toronto Star, and Refinery29. Her research includes the top downloaded paper of 2018-2019, according to Wiley Publishing Statistics. She mentors aspiring physicians with undergraduate academic advice and interview preparation. She practices in a private office at the Women's College Hospital, where she teaches dermatology residents and is an adjunct assistant clinical professor at the University of Toronto's Faculty of Medicine. How cool is this? She also plans to open her private office on Avenue Road in the fall of 2020. Dr. Renee, how are you? I'm good. Hello. Thank you for having me. You're so busy, man. Oh my gosh. (laughs) It's funny. When I read the bio of some people, I need to take a breath after and I'm like, whoo, if I think that's a lot, that's a lot. It's, 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 It's what I enjoy. So it's good. You know, I want to ask you, Renee, how did you get into the, the, the world of skin? So what was the journey that led you to saying, okay, this is my play. This is where I want to work and have a career. So I think really, to be honest, I think it was undergrad where I was, where I sort of, you know, was honest with myself and said, you know, I'd like to pursue medicine. I was quite terrified of it because it seemed like a lofty goal. And, you know, so few people get in the acceptance rate in Ontario is um, 14%. So of those who apply, about 14% get spots in Ontario. So in undergrad, I was, you know, pursuant of it. And, you know, I was fortunate that I was able to start medical school right after undergrad. And then dermatology for me, it's in some ways, it's such a no brainer. And I say that because you get to deal with diversity in gender. So I'm not a gynecologist where I just see women or a urologist who will primarily see men. I get to see all ages. Um, I get to see people for their needs medical things, medical concerns, eczema, and also for their wants. So, you know, people want wrinkle reduction or they want volume enhancement. So you get to do the medical and the cosmetic side of it. And I think one of the things for me as a dermatologist that I'm so fortunate for is people come to me because they want to. They see something that they want to change or improve or reverse. And so that's why they come to me. I'm never forced to be, you know, convincing somebody, oh, you should treat your blood pressure because 20 years from now, if it's still high, you could have a stroke. I don't have that type of practice where there's that hurdle or struggle. We're already on the same page when the person walks in. Um, so it's just it's just a really fortunate aspect of medicine and I'm, I, I enjoy it, definitely. I think you're so good at it. And I think you have great skin, Renee. 
we should talk about that. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know what? Growing up, um, I didn't have great skin. So all, it's what I noticed about people. I would always be that person that was like, you have amazing skin. You have amazing skin. Um, let me ask you right now, we're, we're seeing a lot of Black Lives Matter, um, a movement, a conversation. And, you know, it's a, it's a really interesting time on this planet where things that we've done wrong are finally being talked about. I want to ask you, do you feel that you've been impacted by racism in Canada? Um, I think everybody has been. So it's a, a matter of where you stand in the hierarchy and, um, you know, what color your skin is. So I think, yeah, you know, all Black people, Indigenous people, other um, um, visible minorities have been negatively impacted by racism, whether it was at the micro level with a comment said or, you know, a, um, a slur said or at the macro level where, you know, you have something where like Queen's University had a policy where they did not accept black applicants. That policy was in place until 1965. So we can talk about things that are micro and day to day. Um, you know, my husband's in the elevator at work and, you know, a lady grabs their purse um, or we can talk about the macro level things. So it's there. Um, so when you say impacted, yes, you know, black, brown, indigenous people and other people of color have been negatively impacted. And then there's been white people or people, other people in the hierarchy who've been positively impacted and have implicitly and um, sometimes explicitly benefited from the way that things have been. So there isn't somebody walking, living, breathing who hasn't been impacted in one way or another. It just depends in what aspect. It's funny. My sister said to me, Nikki, I'm not proud of something. If I, if I take a piece of chalk and I tell you how I see things, how are we going to tell our kids that this is not okay? Yeah. But how are we going to present it to them because they're so little and say, erase what you see. It's different. Yeah. And so we talk a lot about this because they're little. They're like three, four, five. Yeah. And you know what? But that's okay. And I think that people are terrified of saying the words white, black, brown, indigenous. There's no need to be terrified. It's a descriptor. Yeah. Black Lives yeah. Matter is Black Lives Matter 2, T-O-O. It is a, not just a moment, it's a lifestyle. It's got to go from a moment to a movement to a lifestyle. And once people recognize that, there's no need to be, you know, scared of it or threatened by it. It's essentially, are you for human rights or are you for the status quo? Yes. Are you for sort of lying down and, you know, turning a blind eye and letting things um, go as they have been? Or are you for anti-racism? So um, Black Lives Matter, I'll be honest, we already know that. Black, brown, indigenous people, we already know that. It's convincing the people uh, the, with the power structures and at the top of the hierarchy um, and convincing the majority white population that this is something that's long overdue. Um, and it requires a dedicated movement. You know, um, I couldn't agree with you more. So I think I'm uncomfortable by my own inaction because I haven't always been able to articulate what I see. Um, because my husband and I have said we were on vacation once and we saw something that made us really uncomfortable, but we didn't step in to speak. Mm. We just sat back and both wanted to puke. Mm. Um, but now I'm realizing that if we don't talk, if we don't talk about something so uncomfortable, we're, we're, we're supporting a problem that's just going to live on through generations. I, I bought um, my niece a cute little black doll. <laughs> For Christmas. Nice. And my sister started laughing and said, let's just see what she names him. And she named him Nicholas after my son. 
And I think it's so cute. That was just like a hug coming back to me, right? Like, so I'm going to send you a picture, Renee, so you can see how Nicholas gets taken along everywhere with us. But you know, Nikki, that's, that's the beauty of it. It's humanizing it. Yeah. You know, when you look at it as this is a human rights issue, yes. it becomes much more clear to people. Yes. You know, you've humanized it. So you've introduced that to your child. And so from that age, that child understands this is another human who deserves respect and love and encouragement and nurturing. It's human rights. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And you know, it's a, uh, we're, we all have to just keep getting uncomfortable with things we've accepted and looked away from. And I'm a non-confrontational person, but it can't be. It's not right. You gotta say it now. I gotta say it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. And it's, it's for some people, we're all at different um, stages and I can appreciate that. Um, but it's time for everybody to get on a stage. Yes. Yes. And I have a really cool journalist who has said to me, anybody you want to show me, Nikki, and show me people that are, you know, show me inspiring women or men who are in the black community. And if you stand by them and you tell me you think they're amazing, well, I'm down. I want to know them. And I was like, this is so cool. It's almost like a free for all. Like I can't, I haven't stopped working. I'm just like contacting people for their biographies and I'm kind of like breaking the rules of PR, but you know, there's some really cool journalists out there and who are they're with me to help me support something that I've never like verbally done. I've never done this before, but I kind of want to say her name and maybe I shouldn't. I don't know if she's so cool. She's so cool. I'll type <laughs> to her name. <laughs> so let me ask you, um, you work on a lot of skin and yeah. I know with client confidentiality, you can't name somebody, but I could say to you, Hey Renee, there's a dream person whose skin you could work on. Who would it be? You know, I would say I'm very curious about, um, I'd be curious about Jennifer Lopez. And the reason why I say that is because I know she's super regimented, like will not go out without hat, sunglasses, sunscreen, like she's super regimented and looks stunning. But there is the odd photo where I've been like, really? She doesn't look that good. So, so I'd be keen to see sort of bare face, no filter, no red carpet. What's all going on there? Oh, it's funny you say yeah. J-Lo. I, I get a lot of J-Lo and Beyonce. And um, yeah, I guess a little, uh, maybe she'd probably, but Beyonce might be in my top 10. Okay. But I'm more intrigued by the fact that I've seen some unfiltered, you know, post-workout photos of J-Lo. And I've been like, huh, interesting. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. <laughs> I hear you. Okay. <laughs> Um, now let me ask you about skin trends, beauty trends, you know, we're, we're at the, let's hope the end of a pandemic, but mm. what are you hearing? What are people asking you? What are you seeing people do to their skin? And you're just like, uh, uh, or, oh yeah, I like that. Yeah. So I think in the office, one of the trends I'm seeing is people requesting a lip flip. So it's, I I kind of consider it to be like a gateway. So the lip flip is where you relax the muscle around the lips, the um, orbicularis oris. Um, it's a muscle that's sort of a rope around the lips. Um, and so when you relax it, you get this, you know, um, subtle but nice flip of the lips, which makes them appear a little bit more full, a little bit more volumized. So I always say it's a, it's a gateway to then undergoing real volumization with, with actual filler. So I've had a few requests for that. Um, I'd say another one that's come out a lot, especially with recent media outlets is um, blue light. 
So concerns about blue light that's emitted from laptops and screens, particularly because we were working from home. So, you know, the meetings that were in person are now behind a screen and sort of whether there's any concern with whether that has damage to our skin cells long term. Yeah, and so the jury's out, you know, there's been some sort of maybe in vitro data, simulated data that says that our skin cells or our keratinocytes are damaged um, with exposure to blue light. But whether or not this is more um, um, severe or more, you know, um, common than actual sunlight, I think is hasn't really been proven. But you are seeing some products. I even saw one yesterday. Dermablend came out with a product that they were saying is um, a blue blue light um, filter or blue light protectant. Wow. Yeah, that's a big. It's like totally out of what I know, because all I know is vitamin C and SPF. And yeah, yeah. What do I, I run, I run to try, <laughs> I try. I have a sister who's always like, did you, did you put your sunscreen on today? And then I'm like, oh, I did, but I have a hat. Do I have sunglasses? You know, my sister, you know, like you yes, chases yes. me about the sun. <laughs> um, okay. So with beauty trends in terms of skin maintenance, a lot of my clients are red carpet clients. And could you tell us, this is just kind of an off the cuff what you do for superstars when they're about to be on the red carpet, what do you do to skin? Some of those red carpet skin treatments? So some of the things are, first of all, what are they, what are they doing leading up to that? So it's not the, unfortunately, skin's not the sort of thing where on Tuesday you can prepare for Wednesday. It's a lifestyle. It's a routine. It's, you know, it's day to day to day to day, because a lot of our skin changes and improvements can occur over about a three month period but you still need some time. Things that can help sort of in a more acute or you know, two to four week pattern would be things like glycolic acid. Great for a lot of different skin tones, a lot of different um, skin tolerances. Um, it basically helps to even out things like little freckles or post-inflammatory marks, helps to smoothen the skin, gives a nice glow, and can, you, can be used day or night, although nighttime is preferred. You said glow. I like it. I wrote it down. <laughs> nighttime. Okay. Glow and nighttime. It's funny. Now I'm going to call my sister and be like, so t let's talk about glycolic acid. And she's going to say, I've mentioned it so many times. You listen to Dr. Renee. Okay. So um, now let me ask you, you are working on something really cool right now. And do you want to tell our listeners what you're working on? Sure. So I am developing my own office as the contractors and construction people renovate it as we speak. Yeah. So it's been a couple years in the making. I decided, you know, I sort of had this five-ish year thing. I don't know if it was an epiphany per se, but it was like, what am I doing? Like, what's my, what's my end game? What's, what am I, you know, professionally, where am I going? So um, for a lot of different reasons, I decided, you know, I think it's time to start thinking about my own office. And um, I delved into the world of Toronto commercial real estate, which is pretty grisly, and was able to find a, um, a building that is available, ready, and currently being renovated. And I hope to be able to start in, um, in the fall. So I'm looking at late September, early October is the, is the hope. Of course, with COVID having happened, um, the the timeline might be a little bit impacted by that, but that's that we're, we're I'm shooting for fall. Okay. I'm shooting to be like your first person. <laughs> Figure it out. You'll tell me what I need. I'll be like, Renee, how do we not look tired anymore? <laughs> yes. I got it. I got it. It's so funny, Renee. Um, someone said to me, do you notice how you used to take selfies and then you had kids and you stopped? I said, yeah, 
No way. And it's funny because I tried. And then when I saw the picture, I was like, oh no, girl, we lights, makeup, like that's too much work to take a picture now, but. <laughs> We're too hard on ourselves. We are. And, zoom, and these zoom angles don't help. They don't help at all. No, it's funny. My team is like, Nikki, did you turn your halo light on? Do you have the spotlight on? And I laugh. It's a good thing that these are not video interviews. We're <laughs> okay, so my last question, Renee, is um, I ask everybody this. So to, let's talk about resilience, moments where your resilience was tested and, you know, you're doing, you're juggling so many things right now. So I feel like it's a really timely question for me to ask you. Yeah. So, I mean, I think resilience for me has come both personally and professionally. I can think personally. Um, so I've been married now four years. It, it'll be four years in August. And I, there was a time when we weren't together. And that was a really trying time. It was um, unpleasant to say the least. Um, we'd been together and then um, broken up. And it was really a time where I found out who I was and what I needed to work on and where my deficiencies were and really who my friends were. Um, and that was a time that really, you know, it was hard. It was tough. I will never forget it, even though, you know, we're happily married now. It was definitely a time that called on my, you know, resilience, but also my work. Like I had to put in the work and, you know, believe in God and believe in who I was and who I, what better person I could be. And then professionally, I think it happens all the time. Like every time you hear a no is a chance to turn it into a, well, maybe later or a yes. And I say that with things like um, publications, you know, the publication that was the top, one of the top uh, Wiley publications, I actually had it rejected, I think three times before it got accepted. Um, and it's just sort of believing, you know what, no, this is important. People need to know about this. And even professionally, you know, when I said, I think um, I've done this, this, and this, and this is why I want to be promoted. Um, this is why I've met the criteria. I definitely heard no. I heard no. I heard, oh, you know, we'll look into it. And it's about being prepared. It's about knowing what I've done and, um, you know, my track record, being able to prove that, whether it's with evaluations or letters, um, having all my, you know, as they say, ducks in a row to be able to say, nope, this is what I've done and this is the standard I'm going to be judged by. So a mixture of being honest with myself, preparation, and um, basically determination. You know, I think you, you mentioned a really good point. In another interview I had with Pooja from CB24, she said, we all get so many more no's than yeses. But if you, if you have resilience, the no's don't really, they don't stick with you. You just keep trying. And if you're prepared, doors eventually open. You have to bang on them, but they will open. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. There's no soft knocking. Yes, yes, yes. No, um, my team, we always tell everybody that for 10 interviews, we've done 100 hours of pitching. No way. And we don't always like, show the client the, the number of pitching hours, but sometimes they'll see a 3 a.m. email that they're blind copied on where a journalist is asking questions. And it's one of those, like, it's, it's built a lot of resilience in all of us too, because we just, we don't, no one's okay. No one's just not now. Yeah, <laughs> great, right, right, right. So Renee, um, I think that you're doing some phenomenal things and seriously, like I wanna come make an appointment with you and do an Instagram live so I, really everybody can see your clinic when you're ready okay okay yes yeah, so we're gonna do it that is, it is a lot of concrete right now but you know we'll get there <laughs> you got this and 
you know, a really, really cool um, life lesson. Do you have a life lesson you want to share with everybody? And then I'll give you mine. You know, I'd probably say trust your gut. That is my biggest life lesson. There are others, you know, karma's real, all that. But for me, any time, and I can think of times where I faltered and I made grave errors, missteps, things that I regret. And it's okay to have regrets because, you know, they keep me humble. It's trust my gut. Whenever I didn't trust my gut. Bad. Yes. Went south. Went south. Trust your gut. There's something, whether it's, you know, an ask or a person or a statement or a feeling, believe it, it's real and act on it or don't act on it and walk to walk away. So that is my life lesson. Trust my gut. Oh, I like that one. Cause I think we all know that really bad feeling in our gut that we can't explain. Maybe after a meeting with someone where you're just like, did I eat something? No. And no, you didn't eat anything. It's like your your gut telling you just that wasn't, it's not a good move. And the other thing is, why does it need to be explained, right? Some things just don't need explaining. It's your gut. It's a feeling. Act on it. Yes. It's life, life is a lot easier for all of us if we do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Here's a life lesson I have for you. Um, just like kind of a thought that, you know, it hit me when I was 12 years old and I was in a moment where... I was looking at these kids who ha- seemed to have it all in my mind and really like they seemed to have it all all together. They talked about all these things that they were doing. And I was thinking, I can't even do a cartwheel. <laughs> it's just <laughs> in this, I can't do a cartwheel moment. But I had this little epiphany in my mind that I share with people. And it was a, uh, why not me? Why not you? And keep that in your mind always. Whenever there's a big door that you just like, you want to be on the inside of that room just say, why not me? Right, right, right. No, that's, that's, that's an excellent one as well. Well, lovely Renee. Um, thank you for being a guest on Superstar PR. Um, um, and I, Renee's going to go running now, everybody. <laughs> Just, I, I, it, it's, it's a, it's a walk run. It's about maybe 50, 50. I love how you're trying to make me feel better. That. Don't big it up too much. We're going to see me walking and wonder what, what, what I'm doing. Oh my God. You know, Renee, I interviewed Patty Lovett Reed from CTV and she said, I'm on day 98 of exercise. I haven't missed a day. Wow. And then I kind of, I just took a minute and she really inspired me to get moving. You've both inspired me to get moving now. I have no excuse, but thank you, Dr. Renee. And how can people find you online? Where can they find you so they can see the, the progress of your clinic, your website, if they want to come and see you? Yeah. Thanks for that. So I have an Instagram handle. It's Derma Beach. So Derma Beach is my Instagram handle, and I have um, a small website. It's not the clinic website, but just a little personal one. That's drreneeabeach.com. And the clinic itself is on going to be Avenue Road. It's north of Lawrence, so between Lawrence and Wilson, sort of central um, uptown. And it's 1896 Avenue Road. Again, if you drive by now, it's paper and paper in the windows and concrete on the inside, but it'll get there. Oh, this is so exciting. And I will promise you listeners that we will, we will have a moment at this clinic and I will show everybody the clinic. Thank you, Dr. Renee, for being a guest on Superstar PR. I want you to keep shining. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm not going to go for a run now, but you've inspired me also <laughs> so much. And will you be a guest again? I think we're going to have to talk again about skin trends. I, I think it's possible. It's possible. You, you forced me out of my shell with this initial one. So we'll, we'll try to keep the momentum going. That's a joke. It's funny you say that. A lot of my clients have said to me, Nikki, you like pulled me out of this place where I don't want to talk. 
you said, let's do one interview. And then you catapulted me into like 10. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> I had a race car driver say to me, Nikki, I didn't want this much fame. And I started laughing. I was like, it's what I know how to do. <laughs> thank you, Renee. We will chat again soon. Keep shining. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Bye now. Thanks for tuning in to Superstar PR. New episodes are available every other Friday. And you know, we would love your feedback. So please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And be sure to subscribe to Superstar PR on your favorite streaming service and visit www.mickeyinc.ca to sign up for podcast alerts and notifications. Thank you so much for listening.